to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 204, The Creature from the Pit. My name is John, and joining me is the person who helps me dye the sheets green, and then we put them on and scare the doctor, is (laughs) my good friend Taylor Taylor. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Um, Yep. Nothing like a little green dye. No. You make a monster. Just automatic. You do. Yeah. You do. Or you say, I don't know, and you get slimed. That, That too. That did not happen. Taylor, how are you doing? No, I'm, I say I'm well, but I couch that in the context of the fact that this is 2020 and well is a relative term. Yes, absolutely. Um, I, I won't lie. I think last week I had, I kind of reached, I, it's like a cup and the cup gets full and the cup spills oh, no. over yep. and then, then the cup has room to fill up again. And, and I think last week it spilled over. I mean, I kind of had just a bit of a freak out at just Ooh. everything going on. Just fair. All the politics, all the, the fires and plans that people trying to get back and do school and people being idiots and not wearing masks and people being idiots and, 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 you know, stoking stoking the flames out there um and i'm not talking about cal fire i just i i I don't even know what to do anymore i just i don't yeah it's a lot i'm at a loss it is completely at a loss it is a lot that is going on but i spent a lot of the weekend uh tuned into vdubradio.com and uh apparent apparently our our resin printer is done by the way Um, music has been helping is what I'm trying to say. Great. Perfect. Is I am tuned into stuff and I'm just like, I, I need music. I need, I need to escape. And right now that is my escape. Perfect. Excellent. Um, but now that I have completely bared my soul to you, my therapist, how are you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm doing pretty well. I'm trying to Good. think of, um, you know, this morning uh, I, you know, I started work. I said hello to Ernesto and he said, yeah. how was your weekend? And I could not remember what I did this weekend. <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, Saturday was completely gone from my memory. I I I got it back, uh, but you know, um, it was a pretty relaxed weekend. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of anything that was crazy that I did. Nothing, nothing too, nothing too interesting, honestly, from the past week that I can think of. Um, I did watch. Have we spoken about me watching Alias? Uh, yes, yes, we have. So I'm. There's something in, and I went, oh, here, here it is, here it is in season four. I'm trying, like, I'm like people. Wh- why did when did the show like jump the shark? And it, it happens in I think it's season four, episode fourteen, which I guess isn't that bad considering it's only a five season show. Oh no, that's pretty good. Uh. Something happens at the end of this episode, and I told Lauren, I said, if this show overall up until now was not good and this had happened, I would have told you we're done watching the show. <laughs> wow. It was, it's very dumb. Um, it's very dumb. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I don't want to give a spoiler away for uh, a show a that came 20 out 20-year-old show. 18, yeah, 20 years ago. <laughs> basically there um is a character and then we are led to believe that he is well he he has been evil now he's not evil but we find out that he is evil again because he's plotting against our main characters but it turns out taylor there's just another guy who looks very similar who no. has the same exact name no, it's not played by the same actor, but it is someone that looks very. It's like, the, his, oh, his stunt double. We he's been around forever. We should give him, we should give him a go. That's how the oh, episode boy. ends. And I went, wow. this is stupid. Let's keep watching. I guess. Well, I, I'll be honest. I mean, I I've still been like, kind of like, 
diving into different anime titles just because that's been more interesting than anything on TV yep. lately. And I have watched some shows do some really bonkers last minute, like, you know, <laughs> narrative handbrake turns is all I can consider it. There and, you go. and, um, I still think that what you just described to me is worse than anything I've seen. Yeah, it's very in bad. In terms of wacky animation. It's not great. I'm I, I'm honestly not excited. Like, I think that we stopped watching after that just because I was That's, like, I can't watch anymore right now. Tell um, you what, it's a perfect time to pick up the Americans. Oh, I think, what was the other series? Oh, we're going to start watching Lovecraft Country. Oh, I've, I've heard, heard amazing things about that. And I'm yeah. still... Still trying to push that X Files button, so yeah, uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I, I was, I still would argue the first five or six seasons are the best. Oh, absolutely. And then it, then it starts. Then the movie, yeah, then and anything post first movie is not as good as before. Yeah, because personal opinion, people are leaving, people are coming back. I actually never finished the series. Um, I also technically have never finished the series because I never watched the very, very, very last episode because it sounded like absolute hot garbage. It's a trial, right? Uh, no. Oh, it's not. Okay. My uh, my friend was telling me about the final. Se- I was like, can you just tell me about the final season? And, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure over an afternoon he told me the final season. I think there's a trial involved somehow. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. It, it's never. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, st- stick, stick to the early ones. Stick to the first half dozen years when you're good. Oh, absolutely. All right. So uh, <laughs> what is making us happy this week, Taylor? Uh, well, I, I will say this. As of today, today is the fourth anniversary of us being homeowners. Oh, that's great. Yes. And so as is tradition, we got Wiener Schnitzel and we ate it sitting on the floor. Oh, because that's, that's – okay, that is – because that's actually what we did when we first moved in when this was a rental. Oh, I love that. And that's then when we fun. bought the house, we thought, well, this is a more momentous thing. Let's shift this tradition to this anniversary. I And so I'm full of chili cheese dogs right now. That's what's making me happy this week. Aww, that is uh, adorable. <laughs> well, I love look, that. What'd you get? Of- what, um, a couple of chili cheese dogs, mm-hmm. an order of chili cheese fries, and a chili cheeseburger. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, um, when I go there, I usually get the Chicago dog. Okay. Yeah. Just because, but I mean, uh, Wiener, we have, how far is the Wiener Schnitzel from you? Not far, I would assume. Um, I, could, I could technically walk there if I wanted to. Nice, dude. There's one yeah. down the street from us that I have not hit up at all, yeah. but I, I would like to soon. We really, it's not something we get with any sort of regularity. So it, it really is something that like we have maybe twice a year. So like this right anniversary, on. like one other time during the year. Um, but also speaking of anniversaries, um, 13 years ago today, you and I became very special. Yeah, we did. I saw that this morning. I'm like, oh, I got to share that. Yeah. Very Man. cool. Long, long time friends. Yeah. I cannot believe. Um, I mean, I, we've been friends. I feel longer than that. Yeah. By a little bit. Bye bye. Bye. Yeah, by a little bit, but goodness, I've been on Facebook for at least 13 years. Yeah, kind well, of scary when you think about it that yeah, way. Yeah. Um, but the other thing that's making me happy is, and I can't remember if I mentioned this last week or maybe it was even the week before, um, but my kids are becoming very interested in UFOs yes. and aliens, Area 51. Yes. Um, so that just continuing to watch that kind of grow of its own accord, I'm not trying to push it but when they come to me with questions i'm like well well here's what they say here's here's what i know here's what i've studied love it you know rather than like i'm pushing this narrative on you guys i'm like i want you guys to do your own reading and come to your own own conclusions so absolutely that's great what what about you sir what is making you happy i don't know i'm trying to think of um of uh some some stuff that's that's making me making me happy this week um, I mean, I am interested because I believe on Friday the remastered versions of Tony Hawk 1 and 2 come out. Oh, nice. And I'm very excited to play that. Uh, Ernesto bought it today, so we're going to mm-hmm. we're going to be playing that. Uh I'm excited just because I haven't played Tony Hawk in forever and I have such 
fond memories of playing Tony Hawk 2. Yeah, there's a lot of people who have very strong memories of those games. I, I never played them. Um, just it kind of wasn't in my wheelhouse, but I, I was always impressed by the music. Oh, yeah. they So for these, they, they got as many of the original songs as they could for rights reasons. Mm-hmm. And then they added a whole bunch more. So I'm, I'm excited for that. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else I am excited. What's making me happy this week? You know what else is making me happy this week? I just got um, mail from um, Girls Interrupting host uh, Shelby. Mm-hmm. She sent me a book. Uh, that she'd finished and she thought of me, and I believe it is called The History of Baseball in 10 Pitches. Oh, okay. Um, and I am very excited to start that, History of Baseball in 10 Pitches, yes. Um, she sent that to me with a nice little note, and uh, I am excited to check that out. Nice. Should be fun. Very Nice. Oh man, and it's about ten different. Oh, okay, I won't get into it too much. So yeah, that's that's making me happy. I I mean, I haven't read a book in I don't even know how long. Oh boy. So I, I, I've read many books. Yeah. So maybe. Lately, and you know what's weird? Like all the books I read are oddly enough, they're only like non-fictional books. It, it primarily what I've been reading like the past couple of years has mostly been non-fiction. There's just a handful of fiction books that have been in between. Yeah, I mean, I just don't, I don't, uh, I don't messes with it. Fair. All right, let's get into some who news, and I think the first thing that I I want to bring up, it's not on here, but oh, okay. we we got super excited. I think after we stopped recording last Monday, there was <laughs> some news that broke about maybe there someone had located seven missing stories. Right. And it turned out to be maybe not true. Yeah. Um and that was what a roller coaster ride that was. No Be- kidding because I think that was something that you kind of were up for as as that kind of yeah, news hit Twitter and it was something that I was kind of catching up with the next morning as I was going, "Oh my god, like what what's going on? Wait, wait, is it real? Is it a hoax? Is it real? Is it a hoax?" And yeah. I think it's it's not not entirely true, unfortunately. Yeah, so I mean, that's I guess all we'll really say about it. The guy who who found them or claims to have found them says I, I don't know. There's a whole article on it. I don't think we'll put it up just, but that news is no. out there, and I was super excited after we recorded. I we took Henson on a walk, and I was like, "What if they found this? Oh my goodness! What if it's this?" And then it kind of turned out to not be true. Yeah. So at least at the moment, we don't know. This guy, he sounds not like a, a great person. So no, sounds like 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 one of those types. Yeah. So I mean, who knows? But um, there is some other good news uh, in our who news, which we will get to now. Yeah, definitely. Like uh, first among them is that um, uh, Peter Capaldi's role as the thinker in the next Suicide yes. Squad film has been revealed uh i think it was at a a virtual panel at the dc fandom yes at the dc fandom it was very interesting to see uh peter capaldi along with all of these other people starring in the in the suicide squad and the rumors of him being the thinker were swirling and then they were confirmed and Mm -hmm. i'm pretty excited i really don't know how big of a role he's going to play or if he will even make it through the entire movie. Right. But he says he had a blast. Um, so I'm excited for, for that movie and for him to be in, in the movie, no yeah. matter how, you know, long the role is. Exactly. And I, I, I will, you know, completely confess that my, my knowledge of comic books and comic book characters only goes so far um so i'm i'm not really familiar with this but obviously i know that peter capaldi is an amazing actor yeah um and and i might be like well look i might just have to see it just for this i i have heard from everything i've heard about this movie people are raving about it so well that's good and the they i don't know if they announced the villain or if the villain was leaked and man they they went all out with this nice yeah very cool. 
Awesome. Well, in um, somewhat related-ish news to the news that we're not sharing. Yes. Um, it, we did hear that the BBC is planning to animate two more missing Second Doctor episodes. Um, and what I've got here and what you can read in the show notes is that according to the Mirror, the BBC has plans to animate two more missing Doctor Who stories from the 60s, uh, The Evil of the Daleks and The Abominable Snowmen. Yes, let's go. Yeah. Let's do yeah. it. I love that. I'm totally on board with both of those titles. Yeah, and I love that the picture they use for the abominable snowman is um Troughton going over a script with the yeti yes yes that is we don't have a picture from the actual story so here's a behind the scenes i love it photo it's so funny yeah but that i mean that is one of those stories I and mean, the abominable snowman especially is just one of those stories that i you know it's, it's one of those things i've only ever heard and read about kind of almost in legend yeah um so to see it to see it animated to to see the story uh come back for not just us but you know multiple generations of Whovians to enjoy um I'm 100% on board for like you know the animation that they're doing is just getting better and better and if I mean realistically yeah I would love it if missing episodes you know actual legit episodes are recovered I'm all for that and I think those yeah. efforts should continue until well, until they determine that there's nowhere else we could look. Um, but in the interim, having these animated stories uh, to kind of fill the gap, as it were. Like, if, if, if another missing story was never found, it would be sad, yes. But if they were like, we're going to commit to animating all these missing stories so you could say, yes, here's a complete right. you know, yeah. run of Doctor Who, and you can watch every story if you can just accept the fact that some of them are going to be animated i would be fine with that oh absolutely same yeah very much same so this is i'm excited to see these uh, we still have i think don't we have two we haven't seen yet ones uh, yes uh the faceless ones and fury from the deep and fa- faceless ones is out right uh yes because that's the one that is going to air in october on bbc america Yes, and we have to figure out how and when we are going to watch it. I've, I've got it on the calendar. Perfect. So I know it'll record on my DVR, and it'll just be like, all right, Monday, October 12th, that's the story we're reviewing. Excellent. There you go. Yeah. There you go, folks. Yep. All right. Uh, lastly, this week, I almost said this month, you can tell I'm I'm a little bit in the mind of If Memory Serves, which a new episode <laughs> dropped just today yes um uh, we decided to take a month off because i knew that august was going to be busy and then i ended up spending more time editing an interview that i did in may 2019 (laughs) than i would have spent editing just a normal episode so well don't know what to tell you anyway this week's big finish freebie i've already gone unlocked it and downloaded it is big finishes first story ever yeah this is nuts this is fantastic this is written by paul cornell it's a it's a bernice summerfield story so it's got um oh my gosh excuse me i'm i'm trying to stifle stifle a burp and not sound uh you know horribly uh improper on 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 the mic here but it's got lisa bowerman and nicholas courtney oh my goodness in it and and it was hilarious i don't remember i can't remember if it was lisa bowerman who shared it or big finish who shared it but they they shared on their twitter a um a picture like from that first recording oh here's what everybody looked like in 1998 and i was like oh my gosh you guys were all so fresh-faced that's you guys were all so young and this is crazy um and and there are other like the full titles if you want to get those full titles, they're literally, they're three bucks. Yeah, I bet. I mean, their first titles, that's crazy. So, uh, yeah, download it, grab it. I have to say, I, I, um, I've listened to half of stranded now, Mm -hmm. uh, and and it is very good. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, I needed something to listen to. I'd gotten through all my podcasts last week and I was like, um, all right, I'll start this. I'm like, I'll gladly listen to it again. Yeah. But it was one of those things where I'm like, 
Yeah. All right. Let's dive in. Let's do it. I am so far behind on both music and podcasts now. Um, I have actually the only podcast I now just I'm like I'm go. This is the only podcast I'm listening to to catch up. Is uh, last podcast on the left. That's the only oh, one. That's fair. And of course, they just took off. Oh, they did. Yeah, they they took last week off. I I would never know because I'm so far behind. <laughs> All well, right. I don't know. I will say. I will say that that being in the same room with my wife and often two kids learning makes it a lot harder to listen. Oh, to I, big finish. Yeah, I bet. Um, and so yeah, I was kind of like. Mm, I have to figure out how to do this to actually like get through some of these stories. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Well, speaking of getting through a story, <laughs> Oh, there's a segue. We're going to talk about the creature from the pit starring Tom Baker as the doctor. Lala Ward as Ramana, David Brierly as the voice of canine, uh, Myra Francis as Arasta. That's how I'm going to say on. it. Uh, written by David Fisher and directed by Christopher Barry. It first aired October 27th through November 17th, 1979. And it is the third story of season 17. And we have some story notes brought to us by the fine folks over at TARDIS Wikia. Indeed, indeed. And right now I'm doing my best to keep 1979 Mother Smashing Pumpkins out of my head. Mm, Break it down. Yes. Exactly. Um, So in the story, the doctor jokingly claims that Time Lords have 90 lives and he's used 130 of his. That makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know. We could wedge it into the whole timeless child thing if we really tried. Oh, yeah. True. Um, Now, interestingly enough, even though this is the third story of season 17, this is the first story to be produced uh, oh. This makes it the first story produced with Lala Ward as Romana, replacing Mary Tam, obviously, and with David Brierly, whose name I did misspell in the show notes, <laughs> uh, providing the voice for K9. And we will we will obviously talk about that more we get into it. In, in a minute. Yep. <laughs> so in David Fisher's, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we have feelings about this. Um, in, in David Fisher's original script, Lady Ed Rasta, Ed Rasta uh, was Queen. Ed Rasta, whose name meant to the stars. Uh, I'm sorry, no, not Ed Rasta, Queen Ed Astra. Ad Astra. Oh, Ed Astra, yes. Yes. Um, uh, I need to schedule an optometry appointment, apparently. Um, yep. Whose name meant to the stars in Latin. Now, this was changed by Douglas Adams, and let's not forget that um, Lala Ward played, uh, what was it, Lady Astra. So I think getting those names kind of close to each other, yeah, Douglas Adams might have just been like, you know what? Let's just let's just switch these letters around. Yeah. Um, so director Christopher Barry is said to have had differences of opinion with both Tom Baker and Lola Ward regarding their characters and dialogue during the filming of this story. Uh, this plus frequent technical problems led to his departure from directing. On Doctor Who, and yes, I looked up Christopher Berry in TARDIS Wikia, and yes, this is the last story he directs. <laughs> oh, yep. Um, and and last, and certainly not least, uh, in our story notes, the phallic appearance of Eratos Proboscis. Yes, that just rolls off the tongue so well. Eratos Proboscis. Yes, it does. Uh, caused uncontrolled laughter in the studio, forcing the producers to add a pair of pincers. To the creature <laughs> overnight. That is very funny because I was thinking the same exact thing. Yep. And now we've had two stories in a row where we've had uh, lumpy, lumpy, amorphous. Uh, uh, blob monsters. Hair, yes. Blob monsters. Yeah. I was going to say that. really villains, but blob monsters. Yes. Yeah. How weird is that? I mean, synchronicity. It's the strange. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, and we will get to another crazy one when we tell you what we're reviewing next week. Yeah, yes, we will. Oh boy, jeez, I, I surrounded, yeah. and that's lost, no lost, joke. Lost my mind. When, yeah, that's when no I saw joke. That note, I was like, shut <laughs> the front. Door. I let me tell you. No, we'll we'll get to it later. Yeah, we'll yeah, we'll, later. we'll we'll tell you. We'll tell you at the end. Can you tell that we <laughs> we'd almost rather talk about anything else other than creature from the pit? Just about. This, oh, this might be a short episode. I believe we'll it will be. Um, <laughs> but before that, Taylor, you have a world-famous synopsis for us, so take it away. 
I do indeed. Let's see how well I do this episode or the story justice. The Doctor, Romana, and K-9 land on a bit of a jungle planet and immediately find themselves involved in one woman's plot to keep control over her planet's meager resources. And that mostly involves tossing people into a pit where they can hang out and attempt to chat with an interplanetary ambassador. Can our TARDIS team help restore relations before their whole solar system is laid to waste? And what is Hagrid doing here with his band of bearded <laughs> men? It must be time for the creature from the pit. Oh my god. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. That's the end of the episode. There you go. You can like us on... Oh, wait, wait. Sorry. So, overall feelings, Taylor, what do um, you think here? It was a story. Yes, it, it definitely it, was. Things happened. Um... There, uh, you know, I mean, realistically, I mean, there were there were some very small good bits. Yeah. Um, you know, there was some great banter. I liked a lot of the dialogue. Um, you know, I I, I love that Canine basically gets turned into a, a rifle that you carry around. Yeah, I mean, we'll get to that in a Which, minute here. Yeah, we will get to that. But, um, um, I don't know that this is one that I'd I'd recommend. Yeah, I don't I'm even sure. know. Somebody said, you know what? You really need to see. I would probably recommend the underworld over this with yeah. all of its like blue screen use. Yes. I would probably still recommend that story over this one. It's wild to <clears throat> me that this came after city of death. Oh God, that's right. Yeah. This is right after isn't yeah, it. Yeah. It's right after, uh, for me, this started out pretty hot. I was like first episode. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. The banter is amazing. I'm having a yep. really great time. And then the whole Douglas Adams as script editor era. I feel like we get some fantastic dialogue. Oh, absolutely. And then after that, it just kind of, eh. yeah. And then it ended and I was like, all right, like, I didn't get didn't even care. It almost felt like this should have been a three parter because the last part was just basically take me to this place. Uh, let me talk through your, your what is what is this being it talks through your your which also makes absolutely no sense because yeah because if that's what it uses how did it talk through canine oh yeah hey there you <laughs> good lord well his digital larynx yes what i mean man woof yeah woof yeah. indeed you're not wrong you're not wrong there is so much packed into episode four of like, well, now we've got to wrap things up and, oh, it just so happens now that Arado is free and we've drug him up out of the pit that, oh, there just happens to be a neutron star on its way here. Yes. To destroy your solar system. And here's this cockamamie plan to save the solar system and they pull it off and it is just kind of bonkers in terms of 1979 effects. Woof. Hated it. (laughs) Two snaps down. Two snaps down. Hated it. Nice. There you go. (laughs) Great reference. There's living color. My goodness. So we got to talk about canine just in general because, uh, David Briarley's voice was very jarring for me. Agreed. I I I could not. I, I was just like, whoa, wait, what is happening? It yeah. almost felt like, and I mean, I get it. It felt like he was trying to do an impression of what Canine had already sounded like. I almost kind yeah. of wish. And I, the other thing that I don't like is if you're gonna do such a drastic change voice, then just tell your actor, hey, just do whatever. And I mean, how funny would it have been for Canine's like voice box to be damaged? And then, right. well, this is as good as I could get it. Like, there's no yes. mention of it. And you I mean, we already kind of know. Yeah, I mean, we we already kind of know that Canine isn't completely built to standards. <laughs> I, at this point, I, I think it rebuilt two standards. Yes. I, think that, I think a rebuild has happened maybe a couple times by this point. But but yes, and and I know last week you said that you thought that this was K9's first story. It's not. Oh, no. The Invisible Enemy is K9's first story because obviously we get uh, John Leeson doing the voice. And you're completely right. I really feel like this is David Brierley trying to do an impersonation of John Leeson. Yes. Um, but David Barley's voice is like a register or half a register lower. 
and than John Leeson. John Leeson, bless him, he can do kind of a kind of a higher pitched voice or a higher ranged yeah. voice. And it um, it and, almost kind of sound a little like too sassy. Yes, there is definitely a little bit of sass coming off. And I mean, of course, Canine has has always been a, a little sassy, but this was it sounded too human esque for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I will agree with that. Um, I yeah. Oh, sir, I don't like it. And and you mentioned him being used as a rifle, which is just like <laughs> that's his main purpose this entire. And and at some points, it almost kind of felt like you know how we were talking about the you know, current doctor leaning on the Sonic. Yes. It, it almost felt like since there was no Sonic in this episode, K9 was the Sonic that just solved problems. I, I, you know what? I think that's a very good observation. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, they definitely do lean on him to oh here, blast this, blast that. Give me information for this. You're made out of tin. No, I'm not. You're made out of tin. No, I'm not. If you're made out of tin, if you're, if I say you're made out of tin, you're made out of tin. No, I'm not. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> just, just like okay, people, come on. I get it. You're a metal deprived planet. <laughs> yeah, it, I get it. Tin dog this, tin dog that. You're not Mickey. Go ahead. <laughs> yes. It's uh yeah it's um man yeah that I mean yeah. it felt like there's a lot of obstacles and they just went uh oh, let let's use canine's laser effect yeah well I mean let's let's be honest you know uh you know ghost monument here here's a door we could use our hands to open now nah, let's sonic it yeah basically Ugh. it's it's yeah and you know while I was watching this Taylor I was thinking to myself this just like in terms of ha- like writing from a writing mm-hmm. uh, feels a lot looser. And I almost wonder if that comes from our story note where um, Lala Ward and Tom Baker um, kind of at odds with the director. Yeah. I wonder if yeah. that's where that comes from, but this felt like it, it just felt different. And I don't know if it's because we haven't watched a fourth doctor and um, maybe a little bit, but like coming off of what we've seen, even with current stuff, this just feels like very, like the wit is very fast paced in the first yes. episode. And I think yes. even the second, it kind of tails off, but I was just having a really good time and it just felt different. The, yeah. And I, I, I don't know. <clears throat> necessarily if that is um solely the writing i or, or obviously the script editing because i mean you've got douglas adams and his entire like storytelling sense at work here um but obviously i, I mean tom baker just his acting and his um his ability to do that kind of quick witty banter um you know just just subtle references and and sly bits of wordplay that just almost seem to come from him naturally right um and i'm i'm trying to think of a really um a really good one here cuz i'd written i have a couple, a couple. i mean yeah th- there's one thing that also i i guess it's a running bit where the doctor feels that he is in imminent danger and then he assesses the situation and is still in the situation he's in and then he's just like could someone come here and help me please like when he was trapped under i feel there was another episode that there was that reminded me of this where he gets trapped under the what what are these cactus things called these little the, the wolf weeds. The wolf weeds. He gets trapped under that, and he's, like, losing his mind, and then he realizes, yeah. oh, they're not hurting me, and then he becomes very comical. I think that also happens where it doesn't, like, a uh, an entire, like, bookshelf or something falls on him. Yes, um, and it is. It's a Dalek story. Yes. Oh, it's, oh, boy. Yeah, because he is goes it, down the, um, oh, the little, goodness. like, slide yes. ramp thing and it falls on him and he's fine yes yes but 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 he yeah because i think i think it's romana goes back is supposed to go back to the tardis and he's sitting there he's like well i guess i'll read this book i have in my my coat pocket yes yes it's yeah. very yeah. and and actually he also reads a book in this one when he's stuck <laughs> down in the pit 
which is also funny. Oh yes, because he's he is reading a book on climbing Everest. Yes, as he is very loudly hammering uh, 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 the lay point, you know, a a a a, uh, a spike into yes. the wall as they are like f- mere feet above him. It seems talking and clearly not hearing this loud ping, ping, ping. Yeah, as he is hammering into the wall here. Um, and then it doesn't do him any good anyway. I mean, like some of the bits, um, like that entire scene is great, where he's just t- screaming at people to get the th- get the 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 wolf weeds off of him, mm-hmm. and then someone removes them, and he goes, "Did you get those things off me? Yes, thank you. Kill him." Oh, just as we yeah. were getting along so well, it's just very, and that whole entire scene is just amazing between him and I. Is it Carella? Uh, is that the astrologer? No, not the astrologer. The stuff okay. with him and um, uh, that's or- Organon, I believe is his name. Yes, 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 you're right. All the stuff with him and Organon is great where they're just whisper talking. Like, yes. <laughs> uh, that was all fun. But uh, C- Corella is the is um, lady. Uh, oh, my goodness. It's it's like her, her sidekick. Her, yeah. oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. I mean, she I was great, too. I really yeah. liked her. Yeah. Well, and like there's that there's that part in episode one where she goes, oh, we call it the pit. And he goes, oh, you have such a way with words. Yes. And then there's also another one where uh, we call it the creature and Romana yes. goes, oh, that's original. <laughs> yes. I just they, these people clearly like the definite article. There is one creature. There is one pit that is the creature that is the pit. Yes. Here in the end. Uh, also, I love when Lady finally sees uh Organon and she goes, I thought you were dead. Why didn't you die? And he goes, yes. I'm sorry, my lady. <laughs> it was an oversight. Oh my goodness. Yes. So there's yes. like a lot of very funny bits going on throughout. Well, but- yeah, like I, I, I want to point out, I'm sorry, just while we're on it, Hagrid and his men. That, right? I, I just said beardy men have attacked and taken Romana. That was the, my well, note on that. Yeah, there's that. But there's this point where they're working through, and I think it was with Romana. I think they're working through some logic, right? And they're like, oh, if we do this, mm-hmm. then we can do that. And then this, and I'm like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. This is exactly like the bit in Monty Python and the Holy Grail where they're they're trying to like they're they're like burn the witch she turned me into a newt and terry jones's character shows up and he like talks the locals through some bit of logic i mean it is just almost beat for beat (laughs) feels just like it and and and, you know obviously monty python having come a few years before right uh this point in doctor who history i'm sure it's still in the zeitgeist uh but i love just that kind of that bit as it were right of just like they're total simpletons. We have to walk them through some logic and you're kind of like seeing stuff dawn in their minds. I don't know. It's hilarious, oh, well, but the, it's when, good dialogue. Yeah. And then, I mean, speaking of, you know, them just being like complete simpletons when they, he's like, grab that mirror and he goes, Oh, it's hot. And he goes, no, just grab it. And he goes, it's burning me. And he comes over and he goes, it's not hot. Yes. I just like he just keeps telling him to grab it, but it's like burning him. It's like, what are we doing here? Yes. What absolutely are we doing? Here? I um, will say though, I have to put this I have to put this on our ribbon list, assuming that we have cons to go to next year that require ribbons. Yes. The the doctor has a perfect line. He goes, Oh, I have a plan. I just don't know how to apply it yet. <laughs> like, yes. yes. Yes, absolutely. I also do love at the end when uh, the the controller of the wolf, the wolf weeds, uh, the guy with the crazy hat, which we need to talk about some. Do oh, I have the his huntsman? Con- the huntsman. Yes, Hunts, the huntsman. Hunts, hunts, he's the huntsman in the battle. He okay, never mind. Uh, that's from Freakazoid. Anyway, oh, I got you. Um, where he thanks the doctor, and I did. I did really like that the doc like. He goes, thank you, doctor. And I checked the time. There was still like 10, 15 minutes left in the episode. And he goes, don't say it. Just not yet. I went, oh, that's pretty interesting because he thinks something else is afoot here. Mm-hmm. I like that. So, I mean, there were some interesting bits throughout this, but overall just. Bleh. Yeah. And I mean, let's let's talk about I have some of these these costumes here. Oh, um, yeah. And then we'll get to which is hilarious. The creature, because I actually 
the picture I had I took of the creature is mm-hmm. the funniest, like most phallic thing ever. Because I, when it first shows up, I was like, "What in the world is this?" Oh yeah. But I really liked, um, I liked the costume design here. I thought, I mean, a lot of uh, crushed velvet. Yes. My goodness. Um, some people wearing crazy masks. The huntsman looked pretty cool. His, I liked his uh, his hat. It was pretty crazy. Oh yeah, had his spiky hat. Yeah, that was that was great. That's fantastic. Uh, and then uh, L- Lady Ed Rasta, Ed Rasta, Ed Rastaman. She, uh, I mean. She had like this this crazy like she was wearing the the old WCW United States Championship around her waist, um, and I did really like she had like silver makeup. Oh yeah, that makeup was an interesting touch. It was very interesting, but it wasn't like bad interesting. Like it wasn't. No. It didn't like take away. For, I wasn't like, what is this? It just right. was like, oh, this is a nice little accent, mm-hmm. and I like it, and it it looked cool, and you know, overall, I thought her outfit looked pretty cool as well. Yeah, but uh, man, the creature. Oh boy, there's a lot going on here. Um, most of it non PG. Um, <laughs> yeah, what were we saying about tentacle monsters last week? Oh uh, yeah, I mean, here they are. Uh, the thing, mm-hmm. the thing about it too is, speaking of last week, we had those that bed sheet that looked like it was like orange and red and it had yeah. dark spots on it. it. It quite literally looks like they found that and all of their other tests uh, that they were doing for that and put it all yeah. together and painted it green. Painted it green and probably used green lighting on the stage too. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Use green lighting on the stage. Oh yeah. It, it's, it's, I mean, I would venture to guess that there's actually probably multiple people. Oh yes, absolutely. Um, I mean, it's 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 huge. Uh, even just in close-ups, yeah, it's huge. Not 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 the big like CSO where it takes up like you know half the screen, right? Because I, I believe that is supposed to be the entire entity, and then the the other part kind of breaks off from it, and it's kind of like it's it's rover. That's Honestly, at least what I got from it. I, I, I I'm not sure. I'm not sure if any part breaks off or it, or if it's just so big. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know. Kind of like stretch around this cave structure. Oh, like that. Like so, basically, like okay. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. I could see yeah. that. It's not clear, so we're just going to kind of have to guess at it. No, I mean, yeah. I I did enjoy the the aspect of when we find out that um the that mirror is actually a communication device yes and i did enjoy besides you know canine talking through it which makes absolutely no sense but uh i did enjoy that that's how it speaks it uses it's basically uses other people as it's like a ventriloquist act kind of literally yeah and i thought that was a cool little uh you know little addition to that to that uh character but like I said, man, I don't. I really just don't have a whole lot to talk about here. Um, I thought the music I was, was all right. I mean, mm-hmm. I I did love the the set piece. Um, that's one thing I really love about like classic Who is the clearly model set pieces. Like when they need a a long or a, um, a wide shot of where, like when the TARDIS lands by the egg, right. And it's just like it looks very like living in the land of the lost. And <laughs> yes. I was like, I love this. This is great. So that's like one thing that I just always love about classic who is whomever. And how has there never been someone at Gallifrey One that is like guy or girl who made models on Classic Who? Oh, I don't know. How is I that mean, has, at least to my knowledge? Yeah. Cause I, man, I would go to that so quickly because that yeah. would just be so fun that, that that actually that would be really interesting yeah love it so i'm that's, sure someone will chime in and be like well actually this one particular year and we'll both go oh well that's good that was a year we weren't there <laughs> yeah oh that was not 1997 oh great <laughs> um but yeah i mean taylor i really don't have anything else to say about this well, story let me chuck in a couple things. It's it's more just observations than anything. I I love that when 
um, when Hagrid gets stabbed oh. and yeah. killed, his reaction is to focus on the type of metal the blade is made from. They need that metal, man. Um, which I thought was was kind of hilarious. It's really subtle. Like if you're just kind of like you know not watching all that closely, mm-hmm. you might not quite pay attention to what he's saying. But mm-hmm. yeah, he's just like oh oh. Said forge steel or something. I forget what he says exactly, but then he collapses. It's like, wow, dude, <laughs> right, to the end. right to the end. And I, I feel like, I guess this kind of goes into some of that model work. Um, it's bad enough that Arato is a little um, questionable in terms of shape to begin with, but um, I feel like we have to talk about the shape of his his ship. Oh yeah. Uh, because at first I go, oh, it's a giant bullet bill from Mario. <laughs> and then I see it from another angle and I'm like, oh, no, that's a flared base. That that goes somewhere else. And I'm not going to say it on this podcast because it's PG. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. I can't see it as anything else now. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm okay. Wow. That, that threw me for a loop. <laughs> threw me for a loop but uh yeah Ugh. oh and you know what let's let's mention the ending here because it's just like very like well all right i guess because there's an offhanded comment earlier between oregon and the doctor about um things being written in the stars oh yes and oregon basically takes over after a hilarious scene where um the lady is murdered by the the creature just falling on top of her. <laughs> it all it almost looks like there were people that just pushed whomever was in the creature over onto that actress. Mm-hmm. It was very funny. There's also another like very random funny thing where when the TARDIS kind of shifts and Ramana and the Doctor fall over, the entire coat rack falls on top of tom baker oh yes yes <laughs> it, yes yes it's pretty crazy yeah but, there's 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 a bit of stuff getting tossed around in the tardis in this episode yeah and i mean the ending basically they leave and they're given a it's like a a, a trade agreement treaty or something yeah or a draft of one basically and uh Organon goes, oh, it was written in the stars and like touches his nose or something uh, mm-hmm. like ta- like, you know, like the doctor does. And it's just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, I kind of I mean, I checked out pretty hard. I think like after um, we were traveling, I don't know, I should like I'd say like halfway through episode four, which is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> All things considering. Well, and and I and I think of of the four episodes, the fourth episode is probably one of the better ones. Really, uh, personally, yeah, because it, it's kind of where all the action is happening, and we're actually getting some story, and we're getting some stuff explained. We're like, oh, this isn't just a big blob monster. Oh, it's an ambassador from another planet who has come to trade metals for like chlorophyll. Yeah, you know, and we're watching. Um, Ed Rasta kind of like try to appeal to everybody's sense of fear and panic while like the doctor and Romana are trying to appear to appeal to everyone's sense of reason and calm, which yeah. feels a little timely. Oh, sounds very familiar. Doesn't it? <laughs> uh, so I, I, I feel like, I feel like of the four episodes, I mean, the one that's got the most kind of like bang for the buck is the last episode. All right personal take i'm not saying it's got the great ending i'm not saying every part of it's perfect by any means i mean overall it is it is a okay story in my it is an okay story if it it, it, again it's it's one of those episodes where if you're like i just want some doctor who on oh yeah this is a background background. yes this is a background episode for sure background episode 100 percent. all right anything else before we move on here i don't think so all right here we go I've got all the machinery I need. Stand back. It's time. It's so I'm trying to think overall. I mean, this scene. Uh, this seems like it might be pretty low for me. 
generally speaking, I mean, we we've got a little bit of fighting. We've got the doctor crashing through a giant seashell. Oh yes, that the Kool Aid uh, Man entrance. <laughs> Very good. Lives yeah. in 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 gift form now on the yes, internet. I saw. I saw. Um, what else? I mean, yeah, we've we've got Arado kind of falling on people. Yes. Um, we have. We don't quite have an explosion. We we have a a like a shift or something. A shift. I yeah. don't I don't really know what's going on there. There's lots of lasering, lots of murdering. Yeah, uh, well, lots or of knocking lasering. out. Yes, that's, that's not as much a Duggan thing. No. I, I mean, you know, good proper fisticuffs. And you know, it, the the other thing that's just super disappointing about this is we just came off of Duggan's uh, maiden voyage on Doctor Who, and why yes. is Romana not just punching people? I don't understand. That's a very good question because I, you you would hope that she had learned something from Duggan in their. You last would ho- you would think, yeah, you would think either one of them. Duggan smashed, and they they just didn't. Yeah. I'm going to give this a two. Mm, okay. I was more in three range, but that still, you know. Feels right. In the neighborhood. Feels right in that neighborhood. Uh, yeah. A little, I mean, I think, honestly, anything coming off of last week's story where oh we literally God. had a perfect 10 Duggan scale. Yes. Like, not, nothing was going to match to this, but this was particularly disappointing by comparison. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's... um. Let's take a trip behind that couch, huh? All right, it might be a little dusty. <laughs> Gathering close, it's time for the behind the couch scale. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. What? Uh, it's not particularly scary. No, it's not. No. I mean, no. I think I don't. I don't know that pretty much anyone would find it scary i i honestly i think i mean again not that the focus of the behind the couch scale anymore is kind of of my kids but i think my kids would probably look at arato and go the heck is that dad yeah what is that we can and then they they would just find a blanket and become and become the monster themselves yes and you know the funny thing is we have a green blanket oh my goodness Easy cosplay. You know, there you go. Easy cosplay. If anything, I would hope this would inspire my kids to be like, here, let's play Doctor Who. I'm going to be the blob guy. <laughs> yes. Perfect. I like you that. Know, and, you know, Eka can dress up as Ramana or something. Perfect. I, I like know. that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's it for this week. Taylor, what are we watching next week? All right. Well, maybe it is just... Uh, the mood of the moment, but I really feel like punching some fascists. <laughs> uh, and I had promised last week to make my next pick a ninth, tenth, or eleventh Doctor story. So suffice it to say, let's kill Hitler. Yes. Now, funny enough, I scrolled down earlier today while I was putting in some notes, and I saw that Taylor had picked this. And no joke, everyone here. We did, you know, we did watch Creature from the Pit this week, but I did do some scrolling beforehand, and I did click and read about Let's Kill Hitler, and that <laughs> was going to be my pick last week, but I said, no, let's do a classic Doctor story. Well, I don't know what to tell you, man, because I, I scrolled down to see if you had finished your notes while the kids were watching shows or whatever, and I saw your note of like, dude, I seriously almost picked this, and I was like... What the heck, man? It's very, my mind over here. very crazy because, uh, yeah, I did when I was going through stuff because when I was updating the list, I told you I updated the list last week. Mm-hmm. And that's when I went, wow, oh, maybe we'll do, maybe we'll do Matt Smith again. We'll do Let's Kill Hitler. And I went, no, I don't, I don't think so. But I, I clicked it. I don't think I actually wrote it down, but you could probably go into the edits and see if I actually wrote it down. I don't think I got that far. I don't. I don't remember seeing it, but yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go back through yeah. all the little changes because seriously, by the time I post an episode, either that afternoon or the next morning, I'm already, I'm already in putting new story notes in, <laughs> clearing clearing the old story notes out. So it, it's it's you know it's probably 20 versions back at this point just yeah. because it saves every last little thing. 
All right, so, so I will just take your word for it. let's kill Hitler. We're gonna we're doing it next week. Yeah. I am excited. I don't think I've watched this since it. No, that can't be right. I've watched it since it first aired. I keep forgetting how many times I've rewatched current series. Keep forgetting. But anyway, guys, uh, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter. At Blue Box UFO. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and also Spotify. Just search Podcastica, rate and review us as well. And also subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. N-O-T-L-G.spreadshirt.com, patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. If you would like to buy a shirt or donate to us monetarily, check it on out over there. But message remains the same. If you have friends who are independent artists, uh, help them out any way you can by either, you know, purchasing some of their stuff or just, you know, getting their name out there. Retweets. Yeah. Regrams, uh, TikToks, sure, that's a thing. <laughs> TikTok, it's crazy. But anyway, guys, all right. So that's it for us. Actually, no, it's not Taylor. Um, go a little more in depth about um, if memory serves this week. Oh yeah, well this month's <clears throat> this month's if memory serves is an interview with the director of my favorite surf film Ozone, which came out thirty years ago. Pretty much 30 years ago this month, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, wow. Um, and I had originally had this this grand idea, and I was starting to work on getting a hold of a lot of the people who worked on it, both in terms of art direction um, and the director, obviously. Um, I was trying to get somebody who's done some of the music for it, and I was going to have this kind of like just massive retrospective. It, 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 in my mind, it was an absolute butt-ton of editing. Uh, to try uh-huh. and get this together. But I had a vision for what I wanted to see in terms of like this, you know, literally it, it you, you could have like stuck it on a, a DVD as a behind the scenes thing to listen to, just get all these stories from the making of it. Um, and <clears throat> this is back. I recorded this in May of 2019 and sat on it um, because I was still hoping to get all these other interviews and it just, it lost steam. Um, I was losing a little bit of steam uh, on the podcast just because I was having trouble with uh, the recording setup. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still I'm still not happy with how this interview sounds, um, and I spent a lot of time kind of like dropping his volume and boosting mine. I've been there, um, man. I've been there. Oh, yeah, it's it's not going to be perfect. He's in like Costa Rica. We're doing this over Skype, so there there's spots where the signal is not so great um on the upside if you listen closely you can kind of hear some of the outdoor like crickets and animals and stuff there which is kind of cool that's <clears throat> really cool some ambiance. It, it really is cool yeah there is some ambiance to it um but you know just with august being such a busy month for me seven i decided you know what this would be a perfect time not worry about having to throw a bunch of show notes together um, and then record and then edit. Let's put this out and then come back at the end of September, kind of refreshed. Yeah. You know, new topic, show notes and everything. And then, of course, I end up spending a ton of time uh, trying to edit it. And it's like, well, I might as well have just put a regular show out. But I wanted to get this interview out. It's a great interview. There's some neat stories. It's got some good uh, Santa Cruz uh, history to it. Um yeah, and it's fun. I mean, Tony Roberts is a really cool guy. Um, if you go in the show notes there, there's a lot of uh, resources for, for what he's doing. And you can actually watch uh, you can watch the movie on his YouTube channel. Um, the music has been tweaked ever so slightly to you know get past everything, but it actually is still the music that would have been in the movie originally. That's so, pretty cool. Yeah, it, it's it's worth checking out if you uh if you got nothing else to do. I'm not I'm not sure if anybody <laughs> is really all that interested in it, but we'll see. We will see for sure. That's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. All right, guys. So, this has been episode 204. Join us again next week for episode 205. Let's kill Hitler. And we'll talk to you guys then. See ya. See ya. Thank you.
has been hit. <laughs> All right, here we go.